Hey there, have you found your passion yet? I'm talking in a really low voice because I'm secretly recording this podcast, talking about passion in this very low voice because I want to get your attention. And the message is, what did you always do when you were a kid, but kind of in secret? I hear this all the time from people. When they discover their passion, they say, oh my gosh, it just opened a floodgate of what I used to do when I was a kid and I was too embarrassed or I just was secretive about it because I didn't know, I didn't want people to laugh at me. I didn't know if it was normal. I thought it was maybe only because I like to do it. It might be just really different, set me out, set me out aside from every, you know everybody else and just give them reason to want to make fun of me. And isn't that our worst fear as children, small children anyway, going to school for the first time, you try and fit in, you don't want to stand out. Unless you're that comedian like Adam Sandler in the back, I imagine he'd be laughing away and having a great old time. There's exceptions to the rule, but the most of us, I think, I describe this as we, we kind of just want to fit in, right? It's a human nature just to want to fit in. The reason I'm talking about your passion is because it always, 99% of the time, leads to a happier, more fulfilling life once you can get, get a handle on what it is. Doodling for me, alongside the white space in the side of all my homework, was something that I did. I like to doodle. I like to use different kinds of color. Um, crayons were like my best friend, especially a brand new one. Oh my gosh, you remember getting the brand new crayons? Then I became an artist when I embraced that it was okay to Google. Google, oh my gosh, doodle. <laughs> when I was doodling as a young child, the teachers would say, stop doing that. In fact, it carried on into my corporate world when I would be in a corporate meeting kind of bored we've all been to those meetings or a courtroom or somewhere where you you're kind of listening but not you're bored because you're not really needed in the meeting at this point so for maybe 10 minutes of the two or three or six hour meeting you kind of go oh if I don't do something I'm going to fall asleep what did you do so I used to doodle on the side and just make you know little caricatures or design or patterns and I would teach myself how to actually draw and then later became very very helpful when I became an artist for myself because I am self-taught and I did not go to school I basically taught myself so what did you do when you were a child because we didn't have the worries that we have and the concerns and we didn't have the enormous thing called life experiencing experience getting in the way and bombarding our brain or our view our opinions with their opinions right or wrong so when you're five four three two let's say let's say right now for under 10 years old look back and say what did I really love to do but you know it's typical to say I outgrew it and didn't go back to it so Roller skating for me was something that I absolutely love to do. Why did I stop roller skating? Because the roller blades came in. And I remember in my early 20s and my roller skates just, just eventually wore out and I could never get them fixed because everybody was buying roller blades. 
and this is my my biggest lesson to you or tip that if you stop doing what you love to do because of something like that because it was outdated you know what everything comes back you can actually go buy now roller skates they're called retro four wheel roller skates and you can buy them online you can buy anything now so the the fact that it went out of style or it went out of production you couldn't get it anymore or get it fixed or whatever that no longer applies which is really super exciting because now you can go back and buy whatever it is that you loved to do Maybe it was something simple like gardening and all of your, you know, I remember all of my, um, um, my, my neighborhood friends would love to go out and play baseball and I would go out and play baseball. But after a while, it kind of seemed meaningless because there was no structured, uh, it wasn't a structured game. Nobody was really paying attention, a score. Um, there was no end to it. It just went on and on and on. And to me, I liked, you know, I love to play sports, but I like to know who's winning and when's the end of the game and what are the rules and all that stuff. So one of, that's one of the ways that I like to spend my time as a child. But I found as soon as the structure was gone, I would just be disinterested. Where did I go? Where did you go when you left piano lessons or you got out of school or you got out of something where you had to be? Where did you go and what did you do? That is going to be one of the best clues that you can look at in finding your passion. Because you're unen unencumbered with uh, pressure. You're, it's like kind of the difference between living in uh, the past or the future and living in the now. It's like a paradigm shift. If you can figure out what it is you did on a snow day. If you, if you live in a country where we got snow, lots of snow, and it was too much snow where the announcements would come out, it's a snow day, meaning you got to stay home. What did you do with that free day? What did you do on a Sunday? What where were some of the things that you loved to do? And if you can figure out what that is, there's absolutely no right and wrong. There's a clue in there. If not, right, obvious, boom, like, amazing holy smokes i forgot i love to roller skate i forgot i love to ice skate whatever it is you can now incorporate that into your life where do you go with that and why do you want passion in your life well that's kind of like saying why would you want joy in your life why would you like happiness in your life why would you like to laugh versus cry that's kind of the same question to me. Having passion gives you energy and gives you that spring back in your step. And it gives you something of your very own. You can do whatever you want with it. Pick it back up as a hobby or find a way to do a business with it. And that's a whole other topic. But yes, you can get paid to live your passion. Look at Mina. Mina is a friend of mine who discovered this many years ago, searching the planet, walking around beaches and you name it, wherever. She was on a seek. She was seeking to find what her sole purpose was and what her passion was. And she ran into a four-legged, big, beautiful, in California on a field, she described to me, horse. And it just all came flooding out. It just was like, this is what I'm meant to do. And now she has this amazing equine, equine uh, program for dis kids and disability. I mean, I could just go on for a day about it. It's a beautiful thing when you find it because you just have, there's absolutely no question. And I'll end on this note. The certainty that you get with figuring it out, the certainty 
meaning the, it's like being in some sort of, it's like you found your superpower, you know, that cape that you can fly kind of thing. And the certainty of knowing that no one can dispute or say, no, it's not true, because it's your experience. It's your answer. It's your um, discovery. And maybe it was something that you simply laid in the grass, looked up at the sky, watched the clouds go by, and wished that you were an astronaut. That is a huge clue. That is a huge thing. Yeah, you didn't do anything about it back then. But guess what? You can do something about it now. Call our friend uh, Elon Musk and see see what his program is. People can go to fly anywhere just about now. So nothing is impossible now. So you don't have to worry about, can I figure it out? Like, if I figure it out, can I incorporate it into a hobby going forward? Yes. Can I make a small business out of it? Yes. Can I fly to the moon? Yes. You can do whatever you set your sights on. And it just puts that spring back in your step. And, and when you jump out of bed, if you're not jumping out of bed, if you're crawling out of bed, if you're getting out of bed, it's all good. You're getting out of bed in the morning. But it's definitely more fun if you kind of get out of bed with excitement, eagerness. I get to go to fly to the moon today. I get to go play with a big horse today. I get to go play with puppies. I get to go. I get to you fill in the blank. I hope that helps you in some way discover your passion. And finally, you don't have to just have one. You can have lots of them. So go back to that secret little place that you were when you were a small child. And that inner voice, what is it saying to come out and do? Listen, it, it will talk to you. Until next time, this is Tracy with, with uh, Anchor.fm, wishing you a beautiful Mother's Day.